0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Holy Ship Podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Freeman, and today is super exciting. One, it's the first episode of the new season, but also the first episode where I'm starting to do a new format of podcast where it's going to be more of a conversation style. Well, in the season, we'll still have interviews that we have had in the past, um, but I really want to focus on actually having conversations with friends like I would be having conversations with you guys. And so, yeah, not only that, but we have official audio equipment now. So I have a whole audio mixer, um, new mics. So hopefully the audio quality will be getting better. And we also are um, recording these as video podcasts as well. So you can check out our YouTube channel. And yeah, it should just be like good. It should be exciting. Um, so yeah, welcome to the new season. So today I'm so excited. I have Sarah Fox with me on the podcast and it's been really fun because in doing the Holy Ship podcast, not only have I been able to meet new friends and like through the internet and like different interviews I've done, but also been able to do the podcast with friends that I was with before and so Sarah is the guest today and again it's just gonna be a conversation but I'm so excited and she was one of our first guests in our podcast and then also she started hers like right after we started ours so we've been able to walk this journey together and it's just been absolutely incredible so welcome to the podcast Sarah.
1: Hey I'm so excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah so today we were trying to think of like what to talk about and we came across so many different topics but we were like we kind of want to talk about like relationship expectations or like the way they're presented in like teen like romance like things or like just like what we grew up like thinking about or like even seeing in like romantic relationships and then like what were our expectations what does the media say like all this different stuff so Mm -hmm. should be a good episode (laughs)
1: yes
0: (laughs) so I'm curious you were talking so you kind of brought this topic up first but what like are your thoughts about like teen romances and like all that stuff and like what movies or shows have you seen where like you've seen this
1: okay so i really love like teen romances because Uh how corny they are Mm -hmm. and the corniest teen romances that i've seen were like you know just like twilight or like classic yes i love twilight um or just like something out of I'm guessing I'm blanking on a couple of them, but there's like the mean girl subplot about like, you know, her falling in love with the guy Mm -hmm. at her school and, you know, just like the cheesy, like, oh, high school musical as well. my (laughs) favorite. Yes. And so I just really love those because they're corny and they're Mm -hmm. funny, you know, it's not just like, oh like all hyped up like the Mm -hmm. Disney ones you know what I mean where it's like you find your true love Mm -hmm. in like 10 minutes and then you're married forever Uh like it's not like that it's just like a bunch of awkward teens trying Mm -hmm. to you know find love and trying to you know navigate like their expectations so that's why I kind of wanted to talk about Mm -hmm. those
0: okay i've seen a lot of tiktoks recently defending troy bolton in high school musical 2 saying that he did nothing wrong like he was pursuing his future and like actually like fighting for himself and all of his friends were just horrible and they were jealous and that even like gabrielle gabriella 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 was being like a little like too dramatic about it what are your thoughts on that
1: Honestly, it's very complicated yeah. because, on the one hand, it's like, yes, Troy should pursue his dreams, mm-hmm. but then on the other hand, you have his relationship with Gabriella, mm-hmm. and it's just like they have gone through their own ups and downs and they have tried to navigate high school together Mm -hmm. and they were a couple for the better part of the second movie, like especially the beginning into the middle Uh up until, you know, he went with like Sharpay. But that wasn't really his fault. Right, She was just being very assertive Mm -hmm. to kind of try to get him. Yeah, (laughs) very manipulative. (laughs) But yeah, so I feel like one, he should have pursued his mm-hmm. dreams, but at the same time, it's like you were already in a very committed relationship. That's fair. Yeah, it was high school love, but right. like they were still in love with each other. Mm-hmm. And so I kind of get where that storyline came to play because it's like, hey, Troy, it's like yeah. you have all these things that matter to you right, right. and you're kind of mm-hmm. just giving them up on on a mm-hmm. whim because you want to do something else. So. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, This actually like brings me to like an interesting question for you so i feel like relationships in like media and i think this like troy and gabriella were a perfect example of this like the like idea of sacrifice in relationships and like what like how would like how did you like see that growing up like did you think someone was supposed to like give up everything for you do you think there was like give and take where like maybe their career does come first you know what i mean like mm-hmm. What are your thoughts like what did you like see in media like what were your expectations of like what like a guy should do for you
1: Mm. That's interesting because it's never really, like, what the guy should do for Mm-mm. me. It's what I should do for the guy.
0: Oh, you know what? You're dropping some bombs. <laughs> you're right. You're right.
1: It's always, like, mm-hmm. these movies of where it's, like, the mm-hmm. the girl can't have both. Yeah. It's, like, she can't have a relationship mm-hmm. and she can't have her career. Yeah. So it's either you marry the guy of your dreams right. or you sacrifice your career mm-hmm. in the process. And I feel like that type of narrative kind of just shows, like, it's the female's responsibility Mm. to do that act of submission Mm. while the guy gets to do his own thing and kind of try to pursue the female, Mm -hmm. but only if she would submit to him. So it was kind of like an unhealthy submission where it's like, I got to give up my job. Mm. I got to give up my dreams. And the conflict would really be like, oh, I can't have this job that I really, really want. I can't pursue my dreams Mm. because I'm in love with this man. And it's like, Why can't you have both, you Mm -hmm. know? So, yeah. yeah. Do you
0: think you've seen a shift in media and how they portray that? Like, I'll say, like, that dynamic?
1: Mm. Yeah, honestly, I've seen seen a little bit of a shift Mm. where it's more geared towards female empowerment. Yeah. And I kind of first saw that with, like, I know this is going to be kind of random, but the Princess and the Frog movie. Okay. Okay. So, Princess Tiana, she... First of all, she wasn't even depicted as a princess. She wasn't a princess, but she was a Mm hardworking woman. And so she had her dreams. She wanted to open her own restaurant. She wanted to do all Mm -hmm. of the things that she needed to do. And. The idea of her falling in love with a prince, like mm-hmm. that, was like not even on her radar. Right. So I'm like, yeah, like that's how it should be. Mm. I mean, you know, in the end, she did fall in love. Right, but right. spoiler alert. But
0: they yeah. haven't <laughs> seen it yet. yeah (laughs) you can get spoiled it's fine
1: right right but yeah um so i feel like there Mm -hmm. has been a shift of like more women like trying to just work on themselves Mm -hmm. um even another i I don't know why i'm referencing all these disney movies but you know
0: what like we're (laughs) just diving into disney today high school musical first now this i mean
1: right (laughs) but another one was like merida from brave Yeah. Because she wanted to just live her own life for mm-hmm. herself. And her parents were trying to marry her off to yeah. the best warrior. And mm-hmm. she's like, that's not what I want. Yeah. I want like to be independent. I want mm-hmm. my own freedom. I want my own dreams and mm-hmm. to live my own life. And not have it dictated by anybody else. So, yeah, I feel like there's a shift in, like, you don't have to be the damsel in distress. Like, you could pursue your dreams Hmm. and have the man of your dreams.
0: Yeah. It's really interesting that you brought that up because when I, like, first asked the question, in my head, like, I wasn't even, like, thinking of those examples. Because I feel like in my experience, it was, like, I'll, like, start off with Hallmark movies, right? Where, like, the girl leaves the big city she comes from granted some of them are the guy leaving the big city they're just like very anti city in hallmark movies which as new yorkers i feel like that's a little offensive but whatever it always like made me angry because it's like oh like she's gonna give up like her high profile life which like again maybe like priorities were wrong in that life but like then you come to like a farm town you know what i mean and it's like you fall in love with him and like who even needs money anymore and Mm -hmm. all of this stuff and so like i feel like those were like how I like envisioned, like sacrifice relationships ago, where I was like, I like always knew I was gonna like live in a big city, you know. But then like I would go back to like Michigan and have to find a man and like settle down there, or like, mm. and then like I would probably become like a housewife, you know, like like different things like that. But then I feel like recently most things have been like anti like man in a way, mm. and not like, and like I think like obviously some things need to be dismantled just like in society in general but I think like a lot of the ways they've been portraying a relationship haven't even like been sacrificial it's like you don't even need him
1: mm-hmm. anymore
0: and I think like something that's beautiful about humans is that like we do need each other like I need you as a friend and I also like need like there's just like different things you need I don't think you necessarily need like a spouse you know what I mean I think right. it's like God created that as like an incredible blessing but like we do need each other and I think like that's been interesting because it's not showing like sacrificial love it's showing like a selfish love
1: Mm. yeah and
0: so it's just like been very interesting because I feel like in the media at least that I've been consuming recently like all the tv shows or whatever it's like oh like she doesn't need a man like she's just doing it and she finds like herself and she finds happiness that way and anyway it's like been very very interesting and I think like growing up in like media it was like i think sacrifice was like a one-sided thing that i saw
1: Mm, mm -hmm. like it
0: wasn't like a there's a give and take on both sides like at some points like his career might be more important than yours and then at other points yours is more important and at some points like this is more you know like there's like different things that take different priorities in different parts of life you know
1: yeah and
0: i feel like that's not an aspect like really showed in most things
1: yeah no for sure and i I love that you brought up like it's always Mm one-sided because it usually is depicted like okay once you get married Mm -hmm. you have to give up a part of yourself like and especially like one movie that comes to mind is like I mentioned Twilight earlier (laughs) but in like Breaking Dawn parts 1 and 2 it was kind of like Bella had to become, yeah. like, yeah. you know, Edward, like mm-hmm. a vampire. Right. And, you know, well, she was on the verge of, like, death. Like, she actually Fair. did die. But, <laughs> but, but at the same time, it's like, you know, it's mm-hmm. depicting, like, okay, if she she if she if wa- has to be with Edward, he, she has to be a vampire. Right. Like, she has to you know submit to his mm-hmm. like family dynamic and she yeah. she was like literally isolated from mm. her father for so long yeah. that he got so worried about mm-hmm. her like it, it just shows like her life got so absorbed yeah. with the mm-hmm. life of like her husband right. and it's just like why should she not have her own like personality mm-hmm. or her or her own distinct like ideas about yeah. life and everything and I think that's where a lot of like these movies and TV mm. shows get like love and sacrificial love wrong yeah because it's like you're not giving up a part of yourself mm. you are just giving up certain things that you yeah. were like holding on to mm-hmm. or that was keeping you from being selfless yeah. you're giving those things mm-hmm. up in order to help your partner yeah and another movie that I really like well it's Disney again sorry guys <laughs> we're on a roll <laughs> But um, the one movie that's coming to mind that did this really well was mm-hmm. Tangled. Mm. I love that movie. Yeah. Simply because the love between Rapunzel mm. and Flynn Rider or Eugene Fitzherbert. That's his actual <laughs> Eugene. name. Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> My man. Of course. Right. <laughs> My man, Eugene. <laughs> but yeah. So... Their love was just like they each had to sacrifice Mm. something like Rapunzel had to sacrifice her ideas Mm. about the world Mm -hmm. and like, you know, her perspective coming from being such a sheltered, like actually a hostage, Mm -hmm. like pretty much like she had to give up that life of like constantly pleasing her mom Mm. to actually go and save him. and. Flynn had to sacrifice his life of crime. Mm. He had to sacrifice the ways that he was living before Mm. to be with Rapunzel because he knew he couldn't be that guy anymore. Yeah. So it's like that was the perfect depiction Mm. of sacrificial love because they're each sacrificing something Mm. and it's not a part of their character, but it's a part of the life that they had lived previously before Mm. they met each other, which made them better people because they gave up those things.
0: Mm. I really like that. So, this is kind of pivoting, but this has been something I've been, like, struggling with recently. So, I feel like growing up, like, in rom-coms and, like, everything, like, relationships are depicted in, like, you know, like, such a way, like, people, like, fall in love like this. And then it's, like, you know, one rough spot and then it's good. Or, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like in, like, most rom-coms or, like, romance media, there's, like, a very similar, like, relationship style or, like, a couple styles that are shown. And I feel like for so long, that's just, like, been what my idea of a relationship is so then like entering real life relationships has been interesting because it's like obviously I know movies are fake you know what I mean but like in my head it's like oh there's like conflict and resolution and then there's this and like I have like a plot line in my head Mm -hmm. that doesn't naturally or sorry necessarily like correspond to like natural relationships like how they're happening like Mm -hmm. in real life and I think something I've been struggling with recently is like the feeling of not even like butterflies but like i guess just like infatuation and like what yes <laughs> what that looks like cuz sometimes i'm like do i like actually like li- like cuz i like you know like after like the first couple dates it's like you kind of start to see them like you know for, like for who they really are which is a good thing but it's like oh butterflies are fading like fast you yeah. know what i mean and it's like and it's like is this just like a natural thing that happens Or is it that, like, I just don't... I'm realizing I don't like this person. You know what I mean? Mm.
1: Yeah. That's actually true, what you're saying. Because Mm -hmm. it's just, like, these movies are just so geared up to actually representing love in, like, an idealistic type of way. Mm -hmm. Because, like, even as you were talking, like, I resonated with that. Because, like, as a young girl, I would always, like, you know, play, like you know, marriage Mm -hmm. with like my Barbie dolls and dress them up and like, you know, oh, she's getting married. Like Mm -hmm. use the tissues to make a veil. Exactly. It was just, like, insane. But um, I would always, like, be like, wow, this is the most magical day. Like, you yeah. know, like, painting it in hmm. such a way where it's like marriage is going to solve all the issues. Yeah, yeah. And that is not true. Mm-hmm. That could be further from the truth because you're right. still yourself yeah. when you get married. Mm-hmm. So all the problems that you've had before... When you're married, they're still going to be there, right, you know, right. but it's just about navigating it in a different mm-hmm. way. And honestly, I really appreciate just like how media, especially like adult media, mm-hmm. is doing like the yeah. relationship breakdowns mm-hmm. because I love BoJack Horseman as well.
0: Okay, I've actually never seen it.
1: Oh, girl, <laughs> you, you got to. You okay. got to see that show. I love mm-hmm. BoJack. But one thing that I really do like about mm-hmm. BoJack is how realistic they depict Mm. they realistically depict like relationships like and even like the breakdown of a Mm. marriage because like one of the characters like she had her own ideals about how Mm. being married to like a high profile guy in hollywood would be and once she started realizing that oh this is not actually the life Mm. that i wanted for myself yeah That's when the marriage kind of broke down. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like she had her own expectations that her husband didn't even know about. Right. And he had his Mm -hmm. own expectations for how she would be. Right. That she didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. So it was like a lot of unmet expectations that weren't voiced in the first place. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I just love that like Mm -hmm. that reality of that.
0: Yeah. I think something interesting is like when you're talking about unvoiced expectations, I feel like so often it's hard to voice like my expectations because I don't even fully know what they are. Yeah. Or like in my head, that's like something like that's unspoken, and like it doesn't even cross my mind that that should be voiced. You know what I mean? And until something happens, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I see.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> For sure. No. Seriously. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's really like difficult. So I was talking to you earlier about this, but you haven't seen Modern Family. But in Modern Family, there's this couple, Cam and mitch mitch and cam that's who it is and they're like they're hysterical like tr- this whole show like honestly just like kills me i think it's like the funniest thing ever the writers were genius um but like in my head they're always like a fun couple because it like always works out in the end but, like actually like thinking about it because i've been watching it a lot this week i'm like it's actually so toxic and they like constantly manipulate each other and it's like fine mm. in the end because end of an episode you know what i mean but like <laughs> right and in my head it's like I feel like subconsciously watching relationships like that, like makes me feel like, okay about it mm. in a way, you know what I mean? And I like, yeah. obviously like you have to like think for yourself and like I do. And like, like part of me, like watching this is realizing, Oh, that's like a really toxic relationship. Like not a gold standard. Not that I thought it was like a gold standard beforehand, <laughs> but like, yeah, it's just like, you like start to see things. Yeah. but it's like started like making me realize like certain like aspects of like either relationships I've been in or relationships I'm seeing with my friends of like, oh like I feel like there is like a lot of manipulation that happens or like there is like a lot of things and I think like so often we see that in media as just like being fine or like even if it's not like painted as fine you just like see it so often that it's like normalized yeah like yeah normalized like yeah like okay like that everyone goes through it you know what I mean
1: yeah so it's like
0: it's interesting it's very interesting
1: yeah no it is and the thing is it's like we grow up with these like subliminal messages right of like okay you're going through this in a relationship mm-hmm. but it's gonna be resolved like right. we right. always have that resolution mm-hmm. as you were saying before and it's just like that's not life like right. sometimes mm-hmm. things don't get resolved mm-hmm. like what do you do when you're not coming to a resolution right but mm-hmm. you still want to work it out with your partner yeah but they're not seeing things the mm-hmm. way you see them mm-hmm. and You know, vice versa. Yeah. So it's like we're all like we're conditioned through movies Mm -hmm. and through TV shows, especially with like romances. Right. That there's always going to be a happy ending. Mm -hmm. And they never show you like it's so funny to me because they show you at the end like Mm -hmm. oh the wedding bells and everything like that. Mm -hmm. Then that's it. Like (laughs) They don't show you like (laughs) the rest of the marriage. Uh So it's just like, you know, okay, you have your happily ever after. Right. But what about, like, the day after? Mm. Like, what does right. that look like? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: I think what's, like, interesting is, like, we've had so many women come on the podcast to talk about vaginismus. And so, like, they wait till marriage to have sex. And then on their honeymoon, realize that they can't have sex at that moment. You know? Mm. And it's, like, that's, like, something where, like, the media doesn't talk about that. And so, like, one, like, women feel alone in that. And, like, think they're, of course, the only woman in the world who, like, has this. But then, like, also, like, that's, like one of those things where like you expect the honeymoon to be great like you expect like sex and marriage to be great after you have it and then like if you do have a or you have like vulvan vulvodynia I think it's called or like there's like different conditions where like there's like certain reasons that you just like can't have sex like right away or like you won't be able to have sex for a while and it's like it's like those things where it's like the movies stop at the wedding ceremony but it's like there's a lot of things that happen afterwards that like we really just like don't talk about and I feel like it paints like Even just like honeymoons in general, as like the end all be all, or like there's like all these like different things where I feel like the media kind of stops when it becomes hard, and I think it's a hard thing to portray in media. Like I'm not saying like that that's like an easy like thing to like show or even like portray, but I think I actually feel like a couple like things have been happening recently where like they've been working hard to do that. Mm Because what was like it wasn't Adam Driver, no Keanu Reeves do you know that marriage movie i'm talking about a oh, marriage story is that what it's called yeah like i feel like that Netflix. like yeah it like shows like a very like emotional yeah. and like raw look into like married life you know what i mean or certain people's married lives yeah. like so i feel like there's a lot of pieces like that i think are like so great and i think important to watch but then like I feel like there's not like enough of them mixed into like i'll say like mainstream media yeah yeah i think like this is us is another one that does like a good job at showing like the dynamics of life and like what life is like and like some parts are heartbreaking some parts are so uplifting you know but like it shows really like the ups and downs of what life's like what relationships are like you know like yeah yeah
1: yeah that's true and Mm -hmm. and something like very important that you were saying was just like we don't have a realistic depiction of Mm -hmm. the struggles yeah. And even if we do have a struggle in media, mm-hmm. it's always, like, exacerbated to the right. point where it's like, oh, my gosh, how can yeah. our relationship survive this? Uh-huh. Like, dude, you're just having right. a little argument. Like, uh-huh. it's not the total end of right. the world right. or the end of your marriage. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like media always tries to portray things in the most dramatic way possible right. or the most exciting way mm-hmm. possible, because yeah. otherwise it wouldn't be entertaining, right, you know? Right. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, the especially the media for young children. Yeah. Because they grow up watching these right. movies. Right. And I referenced Disney so mm-hmm. many times because those are the types of movies I grew up with. Yeah. But it's just like, yeah, for me, as like a 20-something-year-old woman trying to navigate like what dating should look like, what life should look like for me, especially as a Christian woman like what my standard should be am i actually like you know dating this person because you know they align with like what i believe and the things that i need in a you know a potential partner later yeah. on, so it's just like having these Disney movies as like a mm. background, right? To say that oh, my prince charming will be right around the corner. I just have yeah. to be a damsel yeah. in distress, mm-hmm. or I just have to do the bare minimum, like yeah. Sleeping Beauty, a sleep footed, mm-hmm. uh, like the whole runtime, and then yeah. she gets her prince when she wakes
0: up. Right, I'm like, girl. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: like i want to do the bare minimum and get my prince too but right. anyway but yeah we grow up mm-hmm. with those things and it's kind of like okay how do i as an adult yeah be able to separate the fantasy mm. f- from the reality yeah because, honestly yeah mm-hmm.
0: for sure i think like something that's like interesting about that so i gave a talk at Um, the She Recovery Summit I think like last fall I think it was already been a year Mm -hmm. but I was like talking about porn abuse and sexual fantasies in it and like how I saw porn at like a very young age and I think one lots of like media right now is like mildly pornographic just like in general like especially like TV shows and like different movies that like are on Yeah. but like so like I saw porn at a very young age and it like shaped like one like how I viewed sex like how I viewed myself like all sorts of things but then like it also like led to a lot of sexual fantasies and then like when i'm in relationships or like when i'm like talking with guys or like different things like it shapes like how i'm seeing them and how i think they're seeing me and how i should present myself Mm -hmm. for them like just like different things and then like relationships or like different like encounters fall short for me because it's not like what i built up in my head and like i have since like a young age you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like it's just like very interesting Like, trying to navigate that and, like, again, like, trying to separate it, like, you were talking about. And, like, how do you, like, go forward? Like, how do you start to, like, deconstruct that and, like, rebuild what a healthy, like, relationship looks like? And, like, how do you go to the Bible and, like, for relationship? Like, you know, like, there's, like, just different things where it's, like... Yeah. Where do we go from here, you know?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. And I like in kind of trying to answer like some of the questions that you uh-huh. have, like how can we yeah. separate the reality from the fantasy? I think we need to start seeing people as mm. people, Yeah, absolutely. you know, that have like their own complications mm-hmm. that have their own lives outside of you. Because yeah. let's be honest, like mm-hmm. they had a full life right. before they met you, right. you know? Mm-hmm. So you got to deal with those things, yeah. like what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, For me, as, like, someone who's dealing with a mental health condition, I sometimes wonder, like, okay, because, like, this is so stigmatized, Mm -hmm. um, like, how will my partner deal with that? Like, how will I explain to him... Like, Mm. hey, sometimes I have extreme, like, mood swings. Sometimes I could be very, like, you know, aggressive and Mm. angry. Like, how could he deal with that? And Mm. then I'm beating myself up. And then I'm even painting a picture about him, which, one, I don't even know him. (laughs) And two, it's like, how do I know Mm -hmm. that he's going to judge me for that? How do I know? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just like we got to stop putting the pressure on ourselves as people Mm -hmm. and also stop putting the pressure on the other person. Yeah. And especially, like, we as women, we love to do this. Like, we Mm -hmm. love to have a list of criteria. Oh, my gosh, yes. And it's just like, okay, yes, have standards. But at the same time, it's like, be realistic about it. Right, right. Like, Mm -hmm. you can't have a hundred different things that you want the guy to do before he even gets engaged. Right,
0: right. To you. You know what I mean? And
1: so it's just like, why don't we just look at the people Mm -hmm. for who they are? Yeah. And then be like, you know what? Mm -hmm. Given that this person has these types of tendencies yeah. or has these types of things mm-hmm. that don't really align with what i have going on right now right. then it would be okay for you to be mm-hmm. like you know what i saw the person for who they were right yeah. Yeah. and you're not saying it's like oh it's a character mm-hmm. flaw or whatever you're just saying this person i can't really see myself for the rest of my life with yeah. this person yeah. because our ideals mm-hmm. and our you know certain things that we like are right. we're just not compatible mm-hmm and that's fine so yeah. just seeing them as human right, right. i think is just like the first way to mm-hmm. be able to break down those fantasies
0: yeah i also think like just in general like god's grace like not only like for us to like break down the fantasies but then also like you know how you're talking about like how you're painting a picture for yourself of him like of like all the things when you don't even like know each other like there's so much grace and like of like how will he deal with my problems how will i deal with his like there's so much grace in that and like maybe that Mm. person's not meant to like be with you you know what I mean but like if there are like you're still gonna have like struggles but like there's so much grace that happens in there and I think like something that's so important is like are you guys compassionate with each other like are you Mm. patient with each other like Mm -hmm. right now I feel like those are the two biggest things that I've been looking for in relationships because I'm like you can do a lot around those two things but like those are, like, some pretty crucial, like, aspects yeah. to, like, someone's, like, <laughs> character that you should, like, really have, you know? Yeah. Um.
1: But, yeah. yeah. No, mm-hmm. I agree with you. Like, especially, like, narrowing down the list. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get rid of the list
0: Right, because there are things that are, like, really important and should be important to you. Right. And, like, just... Even as like a Christian, I think like you should be looking for, but
1: right, yeah, that like, should right. be first and mm-hmm. foremost. <laughs> like whether
0: he's six ten or not, maybe not no. important. Yeah, like, that's really tall, everyone. That's really tall. <laughs> that's very just tall. like throwing that
1: out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's too tall for me, actually. <laughs> but like, yeah, like you're saying, like you know, certain things are just like preferences. Yeah, And other things are, like, really core, like, hmm. you know, values. Yeah,
0: and I think, like, core values over, like, preferences is yes. a great distinguishing factor there.
1: Any day. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I, for me, I really want a man, like, first and foremost, like, that is, you know, Christian, mm-hmm. born again, saved. But I also want a man who knows how to lead well hmm. and knows how to lead with grace. because. Yeah to me, I don't want a passive dude. Hmm. I don't want a dude that's like, whatever you want, honey. Like, I don't need... No. Mm -hmm. Make a decision, sir. And let me... (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, let me just, like, default to you sometimes, you know? Right, So it's like, that's a core value of Mm -hmm. mine that I feel like it kind of bleeds into the love Mm -hmm. and compassion. Because if he knows how to lead with grace, Mm -hmm. then I will know how to support him with Mm -hmm. grace. You know what I mean? So it kind of, like goes together but if it's like oh i like dudes with like you know i'm just throwing something out there but i like dudes with curly hair yeah and like you know (laughs) short saving you know like not a beard Mm -hmm. i don't care like now if you're looking like a bum i am gonna tell you something yeah but (laughs) (laughs) but it's not that big of a deal for me right right so yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's what i would say about that (laughs) i
0: think that's very important Mm -hmm.
1: yeah
0: (laughs) yeah i think just like honestly going back to like one of the first or second or third how many points have we covered um points of like sacrificial love i think like what's so incredible is like even though i think the media doesn't always show it or show it well that we have like the bible like we have the ultimate story of sacrificial love of like christ sacrificing his life for us like as his act of love how he's like married to the church like how the church is his bride like there's so much there and I think sometimes it can seem, like, a little abstract or, like, how are we his bride? Like, yeah. let's dig into that. Um, <laughs> um <laughs> But, like, I think just, like, the act of, like, laying down his life because, yes. like, he loved us that much and, like, went through, like, excruciating pain. Like, yeah. it's, like, wow. Like, yeah. that's, like, insane. And, like, honestly, like, I always, like, like, say there's, like, certain people, like, I would die for, like, on any given Tuesday and like they're like are but i'm like can it be like a bullet to the head like don't crucify me you know what i mean like yeah like that's like a lot that's intense and like jesus like yeah i'll do it like Mm. he like was like kind of like god any other way but like i'll do it like yeah these are people you know
1: yeah no that's so true and it's just like jesus is the perfect example Mm -hmm. of like what sacrificial love actually looks like right and the thing is it's like we're not saying like go out there and like mm-hmm. you know try to put your life on the line right. for you know what I mean. I mean, hey,
0: if the opportunity show is maybe please do that because I don't want to die.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I don't want <laughs> you to die
0: either. I'm like this is tricky, but but like, it's
1: not an obligation. Please don't know? like seek out opportunities to show this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, don't put yourself in the line of fire, please. (laughs) But like, um, the thing is, it's like the Bible says, like, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church. Right. So if you think about the gravity of Mm. that type of love. No, it's intense. It is an intense type of love. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, that's for the husbands and wives Mm -hmm. submit yourselves unto your husbands. Mm And I... See, the word submission for me Mm. was kind of like a scary thing yeah. where it's like, oh, do I have to give up my entire life for this person? Mm -hmm. But it's like submission and I'm pulling from like the Bible here, but submission is not like just giving your entire self away, but it is being a helper because Mm -hmm. that's who Eve was to Adam. He was she was a helpmate Mm -hmm. for him. Right. So that didn't mean like she was under him or crushed Mm -hmm. by him like she was with him on his side you know because it's like if you think about it Mm -hmm. god took a rib from adam and made eve right Mm -hmm. so she was already on his side Mm -hmm. so like she's not under him and she's not over him Mm -hmm. he didn't take him out of the cranium like out of the side (laughs) so like you know it's like a Mm -hmm. hand in hand type of thing where it's like the men have to love their wives Mm. Mm-hmm. and the wives also love their husbands but through support right. mm-hmm. you know so, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. it's crazy i yeah. know mm-hmm. the
1: bible is like the ultimate guide right so just I also everything had, like, i
0: think this it's like probably like a year ago and i honestly still think about it like once a day one i like part of like the reason like i became a christian like was baptized in college was because i was taking uh like the- theology courses because we went to a christian school it's so, like mm-hmm. we had to yeah but, like one of like the like like turning points in my faith was hearing about the crucifixion and our professor who was like explaining like the gravity of what like being crucified was like and like how mm-hmm. it was like considered like the most shameful death like women weren't even crucified like front facing like they were crucified facing the cross because it was so shameful to be seen that way and like mm-hmm. all this stuff and like at this moment where i feel like god was just like inviting me to, like sit at the foot of the cross and just like look up at how uncomfortable it was and like mm. that's like how much he loves us it's like when you look up like you see someone in agony like you see someone mm. like nails through their hands like i can't even like one time i accidentally stapled my thumb and thought <laughs> i was gonna die okay like i can't even imagine like yeah. a nail through their hand like hanging there like suffocating like <sighs> yeah. bleeding like sweating and like for a long time too and like yes. looking up and seeing like someone like optionally chose to do that for you
1: yeah like christ
0: saw you he saw every horrible thing you've done every horrible thing you're going to do and he still said yeah like this is like like you're worthy you know what i mean
1: yeah wow girl you got me tearing up over here. <laughs> well but that's what like... i'm saying like i think about this like
0: <laughs> every day because i'm like that's intense love it like is. that's uncomfortable love yeah like it uncomfortable it's like sit there and be like i can't believe someone saw how broken i am and like still chose to love me and in that still, way still like mm-hmm. and
1: and it's the thing is like, Jesus died for our sins. Like, mm-hmm. not just the past. Right. Past, present, and future. Mm-hmm. Like, all at once. Like, it's all done. When yeah. he said, it is finished, mm-hmm. it was actually, like, yeah. done. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, it's like, I, I always look to that moment in the Garden of Gethsemane. Mm-hmm. Like, before he even, you know, said, not your will, Lord, not my will, but thy will be done. Yeah. Right? And I, I always look to that moment because... Mm-hmm. I think, wow, the amount of pain that he must have been going through to even consider not going Mm -hmm. through that, you know. And it's just like he wanted to do the will of his father, Mm -hmm. but he knew what it would cost. Right. And that's the thing. And it kind of brings me to that song. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. Mm -hmm. Like. I just never will know yeah. what it took. Yeah. Because the thing is, it's like Jesus, he, even before he got crucified, he was like whipped. He was yeah. beaten, yeah. spat upon. Yeah. And then he had to walk that entire mm-hmm. long road. Like I went to Israel in yeah. 2019 uh-huh. and we did that. Did we go the same year? Did we?
0: Wild. What? I went in 2019 as well.
1: Really? Yeah. I went in May.
0: I went in like July, I think. So.
1: Okay, okay, okay. But anyway. we did go the same Wild. year. Wild. Okay. Okay. Wild. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um so and we took that long yeah. like route to mm-hmm. get to like where he was being crucified. Yeah. And I was like, we were just going up and down Mm -hmm. and like in these little like crevices and like I'm like this dude carried a cross through all Mm -hmm. this, like and then still had to be crucified. Like you know what I mean? So I say all that to say is that if Jesus being perfect, Mm -hmm. absolutely perfect wanted to love us yeah. when we were in our terrible state. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to what you were saying, like the grace. Yeah. The amount of grace that we could give each other mm-hmm. to know, like, you know what? I love you. Right. Like, you really pissed me off, mm-hmm. but I love you still. Right. You know? Right.
0: Yeah. And I think, like, also, like, the fact that we've had that done for us, like, we also are called to do that for other people. Yes. You know? Like, we're called to forgive other people. And I think one like if you're in like an abusive relationship like that doesn't mean you need to stay
1: oh yeah no like no don't
0: like that's like a a fine line there anyway i digress but like i think like even even like when you're dating someone like being able to be like oh you know like i like have been seen at my worst by god and still like worthy to be forgiven and like the fact that like we can see them that way and they can also see us that way like we're worthy to be forgiven we're worthy to be loved in that Mm. way you know no matter Mm -hmm. what we've done like that doesn't mean we should stay sinning just like we shouldn't like for christ right but like there's like growth that happens but there's also so much forgiveness there's so much grace in working through things and like in accepting each other and yeah
1: yeah that's that's the most important part Mm -hmm. because it's just like how could you love god who you've never seen before yeah. And then you don't love the person mm-hmm. that's sitting right in front of you that right. you can see, yeah. you know? So it's just like, you got to have that level of humility Yeah, because it is coming from a place of being humble because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, if God could forgive me for all the terrible things that mm-hmm. I've done, like... I could forgive the other person. And with forgiveness, it's like a lot of the times in church, we think it's like, oh, forgive and forget. Like that person's in your good graces. Mm -hmm. Like for the example that we gave before for like abusive relationships. Yeah. That does not mean that you have to reconcile with the person. Yeah. But forgiving them is it's kind of like seeing like shifting the way that you right. see them mm-hmm. so like you start off seeing like oh i'm so sick of this person like mm-hmm. they deserve like judgment or mm-hmm. whatever but you look at from seeing them like that to seeing them as, oh, they need God's mercy, they need yeah. God's grace just mm-hmm. as much
0: as I do. Right, right. So
1: again, it doesn't it's like mean a
0: softening of your heart towards them. Yeah. Know?
1: Yeah. And so it doesn't mean like reconcile immediately. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean like I forget the pain. Right. But it means that I see that person as like, you know what? They
0: need mm. God just as much as I do. Yeah. 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 That's so good. Okay, so Sarah, if people wanna find you, if they want to connect with you, how can they do that?
1: Yes. So if you want to find me, I host the Rough Edges podcast. So it's rough.edges.podcast on Instagram. And then I also have a website. It's www.roughedgespodcastaltogether.com.
0: Incredible. And as always, if anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, or honestly, if they just want to talk, I love answering DMs. I love answering emails. So please hit me up please send me your questions. Please send me your comments. Tell me your funny stories. Literally anything. I'm here. Um, You can find me at theholyship.podcast on Instagram or email me at theholyship.podcast at gmail.com. So thank you for listening. (laughs) Bye.